doesn't need help with their tongues? Who doesn't wish that they could press rewind and take back words spoken in anger or in frustration? Today's teaching will encourage you to take a breath and reevaluate the purpose of your tongue. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433 to arrange an appearance at your next women's group or conference. Now, here's Carol with today's inspiring message. Stick out your tongue and say, ah, we're checking for mouth disease today. We're in the middle of a great challenge concerning our tongues. Who doesn't need this? Who doesn't have mouth disease? We all need to be reminded of the power that lies between our pearly whites. Listen, you can never underestimate the power of your tongue. Let's take just a minute to review a principle that we learned earlier in studying James. I'll read to you from James chapter 3, verse 5. So also the tongue is a small part of the body, and yet it boasts of great things. See how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire. My little tongue can do a big deal of damage. My tiny tongue can boast about some pretty impressive things. How about yours? Listen, don't let your tongue get too big for its hinges. Be careful who and what you talk about. Be careful how much you talk about certain things and certain people. Take a breath. Listen. Remember, quick slow, slow, be quick to hear and slow to speak. Take a breath. Let somebody else talk about their kids and their grandkids and their opinions for a change. This verse says that we use our tongues to boast. So also the tongue is a small part of the body and yet it boasts of great things. Listen, if boasting is your problem, then you better be boasting about the right thing. This is what Psalm 34 verse 2 tells us that we get to boast about. My soul will make its boast in the Lord and the humble will hear it and rejoice. So you can boast about the Lord all you want to every day of the week. It's interesting to me that these verses in James talk about how that our tongues can set a fire, that that we can take one little spark and it sets a massive fire. We talked earlier about how unless you were mentally and emotionally deranged, you would never take a match and set fire to somebody else's house. But when we gossip, When we're unkind to somebody with our tongues, we're setting their very life on fire. And in that moment, we are guilty of arsony. When we send scorching, biting flames towards someone else's life because of cruel words, unkind comments, or gossip, we leave their lives a charred and ruined mess. Now, it's interesting to me that in Acts... Chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, it also 
talks about our tongues being influenced by fire. Let's read it together. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and there appeared to them tongues as a fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. This is the bottom line, my friend. Your tongue is either set on fire by hell or by heaven. Can I read to you Acts 3 verse 6 again? And the tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life and is set on fire by hell. Where does the fire of your tongue come from? Does it come from the Holy Spirit or does it come from hell? itself. You will either use your tongue to burn passionately for Jesus Christ, or you will do great damage to everyone in your path. Your tongue gets its flame, gets its spark, gets its passion from either heaven or hell. You determine the source of the fire of your tongue. You can either draw people toward the gospel with your tongue or you can destroy their lives. Your tongue can either be powerful because it's connected to the Holy Spirit or your tongue can be pitiful because you're listening to the voice of hell. You know, I just want to tell you for a minute here, it's not that you don't get to use your tongue. You do. You get to talk. You get to speak. But use it well. Use it for the purposes for which God gave it to you. Don't use your tongue in tandem with the enemy. Don't use your personality as an excuse. Don't use your ethnic heritage as an excuse. Don't use your situation or your circumstances as an excuse. Don't use your hair color or your gender as an excuse. Your tongue either submits to the Lord or to the enemy. You choose to whom the submission is taking place. I want to encourage you today with every strength of fiber within my body, remove yourself from under the influence of the enemy in all issues of your tongue. Put a bridle in your mouth. Give yourself verbal boundaries and use your tongue as a rudder. Steer clear of the dangerous waters in life and only declare the word of God when you're going into a fire. Now let's read from James chapter 3 verses 7 through 12. For every species of beasts and birds, of reptiles and creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by the human race, but no one can tame the tongue. It's a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and 
and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. Does a fountain send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? Can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives or a vine produce figs? Nor can salt water produce fresh. Boy, these verses from the Holy Spirit through James are telling us that mankind is so brilliant. He can tame every species of wild animal, but the one thing out from under his own control is his very own tongue. I need God to help me clean up my tongue, don't you? I need the Holy Spirit to help me with the mess that my tongue has made because on my own, I am sorely unable to do it. These verses in James chapter 3 describe our tongue in verse 8 as a restless evil and full of deadly poison. Um, When my children were toddlers, I had locks on all the kitchen cabinets Um, on all the bathroom cabinets, any place there were cleaning supplies, it was locked as tight as Fort Knox because I knew that cleaning supplies were poison when it came to preschoolers, to toddlers. And I knew that if one of my precious babies ingested a cleaning supply, that it could potentially kill him or her. It was a deadly poison. And so I locked all my cabinets securely, safely. Didn't get those little locks from the dollar store. No, I went to Babies R Us or Toys R Us and got the real deal. And my family is spread out. There's almost a 14-year spread from child number one to child number five. And so the same time I was dealing with the toddler years, I was also dealing with preteen years and teenage years. And one day, I'm just confessing, and I've repented for it many times. I was frustrated with one of my older children, and I said something to him in anger that I should not have said. And the next morning in my quiet time, I read this verse from James, that the tongue is full of deadly poison, and I realized that my tongue was doing more damage to my children than those dreaded cleaning supplies were. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Carol, you need to lock up your tongue. You need to put your tongue behind spiritual bars. The Holy Spirit reminded me that the only time my cleaning supplies came out was to clean. And the only time my tongue should be allowed to come out would be to encourage, to disciple and train my children with love. You know, these verses are telling us we can't use our tongues for two things that are polar opposites. We sing in church. We lift our voices in worship. We have meaningful and intimate personal times of worship with the Lord. And then what do we do? We lambast our husbands. We say unkind and cruel things to our children. We gossip about people made in the image of God. We're negative and critical. And these verses say to us, my brothers and my sisters, these things ought not to be this way. God gave you a tongue to worship him and to encourage others. It should be used for nothing else. If your tongue is not being used for edifying, then don't use it. Lock it up. 
you know, in our home, when all five children were at home, it was a lot. It was a lot of personalities. It was a lot of tempers, preferences, opinions, and feelings. And I would tell my children, in this home we build, we do not tear down. Are the words that you're speaking building words or demolishing words? Because in my home, we build and we encourage. We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. And remember, Carol is always available to speak in your area.